I'm so excited. I'm going to the GOP convention next year. I am not, however, going to the Democrat convention. And there's three good reasons why. I'll tell you what they are in just a minute. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And I'm so excited for the upcoming political election season to be uh, to be capped off by the two conventions, one in Wisconsin, one in Chicago. Um, we'll get to all that in just a minute. First, though, a couple things you need to do uh, right away before we begin. Please like and subscribe and set your notifications for this channel because we're growing fast. And I know there's a lot of other people out there trying to feed you information, but we're trying to feed you the information that you need. So make sure that you like, subscribe, and set your notifications so that you can get this cut stuff delivered right to you. Whether it's podcast form, video form, doesn't matter. Uh, we want to make sure that you're getting this every single day that we create it. Also, check out the link in my bio for my Create Cashflow Content Challenge. We've got another one coming up. And if you have any questions about what I do, how you can do it, if you've got trouble hurdles you're trying to get over with your content creation, if you're creating content of any kind, but it's just not converting into customers, you need the Create Cashflow Content Challenge. And the link is in the bio. Or you can go to markkchallenge.com. Learn all about it right now. All right. So uh, the other day I was I told you I flew to Canada to see my father. And I booked a flight online. And when I went to book online at Delta.com, I realized I had something called e-credits or e-something. I don't know. Apparently, I, apparently they credited my account for something or other. I'm not really sure what it was, but I wasn't going to argue with them, especially since they allowed me to book a first class ticket to Detroit so I could get to Canada and back. And it cost me absolutely nothing, like zero dollars. Like I paid absolutely nothing for that ticket. It was fantastic. So while I was booking, I realized I had even more e-credits, but they expired at the end of the year. So I started planning my trip to the GOP convention in Wisconsin next July. The convention runs the 15th through the 18th. I booked the 13th through the 20th to, uh, you know, account for travel time and set up and, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, and I, I went on. I found a ticket again. It was a first class ticket. It was fairly affordable. And I was able to use all of my e-credits. So I'm flying to the GOP convention again free of charge, no cost to me, no out-of-pocket uh, expenses. Now, the other thing that you need when you go to a convention is you need a place to stay because, I mean, they don't like you to sleep on the street. They'll allow you, but they don't like you to sleep on the street. So in 2016, when we went to the convention, I left it up to the company I worked for at the time. Never leave anything up to the company that you work for at the time. The company don't care about you. The man don't care about you. Uh, you always have to look out for number one. And in my case, that's this guy right here. So uh, the last time in 2016, the company didn't even book a hotel room, didn't even look into accommodations until a few months before the convention in, in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Well, a few months before the convention in Cleveland, Ohio, there's no accommodations. There's no hotel rooms. They opted for an Airbnb in New Jersey. Wait, in New Jersey? No, they opted for an Airbnb like somewhere far away uh, from Cleveland. It was like 30 miles away from Cleveland. And they all had to drive in every day and drive out or take some kind of bus. It was really awkward. Meanwhile, I found myself cushy accommodations at a local college that was using their dormitories to rent out to media personalities like myself. I had an electric unicycle at the time. It took me eh, maybe 20 minutes to get to and from the convention. It was fantastic. So again, I sought out a place to stay in Milwaukee. And man, you wouldn't believe what I found. I hit the jackpot, the mother load. I found an apartment that is not only near the Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but actually attached by a walkway. I can go to the roof. I can walk across the walkway directly into the GOP convention. And if I want to go home, I can leave the convention, walk across the walkway, get back to the apartment. I don't even have to go outside. It's incredible. 
I had no idea these things even existed, let alone that they were still available, but I was able to secure one for the entire time I'm there. So it's set. I am going to be there when Donald Trump uh, stands on stage and accepts once again the Republican nomination for president. I'm going to be there with all of the crazy lunatic liberals who are outside protesting in their costumes and their puppets and their weird, you know, bizarre things that they do, yelling and chanting and screaming with the bullhorns. I'm going to be there when all of the Republican Congress people and uh, and, you know, leaders from all over the country, some, like just they all come down on Milwaukee for what is the biggest party uh, of the grand old party. And that's coming up, like I said, next July. I don't know. Look, I don't know where I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be on radio. I don't know if I'm going to be on TV. I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but I do know that I will be there. And as long as I have my camera and my microphone, I'll be bringing you the content and covering the campaign so that you can enjoy all the experiences uh, from the comfort of your own cell phone. Now, there's also another, uh, there's also another convention next year, the Democrat national convention. And last time, the Democrat National Convention was in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, I actually took the family. They didn't come to the convention because they didn't care, but they wanted to go see Philadelphia. They had a lovely time. They saw the sites. They went to the Franklin Institute. They went to Independence Hall. They saw the Liberty Bell. They took the duck boat around the city. City. It was all very, it was all very, you know, it was all very pleasant. But this time around, the Democrat National Convention is in Chicago, the deadliest city on the planet. Maybe not the planet. Probably the planet. Maybe not, but I don't know. Uh, Chicago. This year, I'm not bringing my family to the Democrat National Convention. This year, I'm not even bringing myself to the Democrat National Convention. And there's three reasons for that. Number one, Democrats. They're all over the place. And yes, I know it's their convention. I know I shouldn't be surprised by that. But let's just say last time I went to the Democrat National Convention, I wasn't as I wasn't as noticeable I wasn't as much of a target. I didn't, I hadn't made my way in the world the way I have yet today. I hadn't dedicated myself yet to three hours of broadcasting every single day to, uh, to, to unleash and to unveil and to show Democrats for the true lunatic liberals that they are. Uh, let's just say, I don't want to get recognized at a place like the Democrat national convention. It probably wouldn't end well for me. The second reason is it's in Chicago and Chicago is one of the deadliest places ever. Like I said before, they have shootings all the time, shootings and lootings, and not just in the bad parts of the city, but in all parts of the city. Chicago is just a depraved city that used to be great. It was beautiful. I used to go to Chicago. I loved it. There was that whole place you'd walk along the river with all the beautiful buildings. You'd go to that fancy shopping area. There was a radio station. They, they named the street after Paul Harvey, one of my favorite radio broadcasters, stayed in lovely hotels. It was amazing. Now you couldn't pay me to go to Chicago. And in fact, I'd have to pay to go to Chicago. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely not going. And then the third thing is I just read this morning that at O'Hare International Airport in Chicago, they are using some of the space there to house illegal immigrants. They're housing illegal immigrants at the airport in Chicago because they're running out of room. Why? Well, they're all getting sent there by, uh, by red state governors and actually also now by the Biden administration and the Department of Homeland Security itself. So couple reasons not to go to Chicago Number one, too many Democrats. Number two, too many illegal immigrants. Number three, too many bullets flying around that could potentially end my life. So I will be kicking it, chilling at the Pfizer Forum in Wisconsin for seven days, and I will be skipping the Democrat National Convention in Chicago. Uh, and, and like I said, I'm booked. I'm ready to go. Now, a couple of other exciting things that are happening today, in addition to my upcoming travel plans, there is new information out today about what's going to happen with this election, because, you know, there may not be just one or two 
people running in this election, there may be three. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who has been trying to get in as a Democrat, who's been asking to debate Joe Biden, who's been making a stir, stir has been making some really great points, has come out as an alternative to the far left individuals who are running for president, mainly Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and, well, Gavin Newsom, if he slides his little slimy, scurvy body in there. Uh, but RFK Jr. has not been able to make any headway. And the Democrat National Committee has said, we're not going to even open up uh, for debate. We're not going to open up to anybody. Joe Biden is our guy. Joe Biden's the incumbent. He gets the seat. Well, that leaves a couple of other parties or a couple of other opportunities for RFK Jr. Number one, he can run as an independent, which it looks like he's probably going to do. Number two, he could also run as a libertarian and the libertarian party. You know, they're a real party. They've got a lot of stuff. They've got a, an infrastructure. They could help him get on the ballot. They could help him with legal challenges, that kind of thing. They may not want him, though, to be their candidate because, well, he may not be libertarian enough. One of the prerequisites in order to run as a libertarian, you have to actually be a libertarian. <laughs> you actually have to be a libertarian. Isn't that funny? Um, and then, uh, you know, so so it looks like now RFK is going to be running as an independent. And they're already polling. There's already polls out there and articles about who that helps, who that hurts. I've seen both sides of it. I read an article just the other day that said something along the lines of the GOP has propped up RFK Jr. to their detriment. And now in polling, it seems like more anti-Trump Republicans or conspiracy theorists or anti-vaxxers or people who are conservative but just don't like Donald Trump would rather vote for RFK Jr. And that it actually helps Joe Biden. But then this morning I saw this poll and this poll said basically the exact opposite. In our latest poll, we found that an independent Robert F. Kennedy Jr. would increase Donald Trump's margin over Joe Biden by one point. Trump scores one point higher against Biden with Kennedy running as an independent. So. And this is going to be the new thing that people are going to be chasing. This is going to be the new thing that people are going to be talking about. Will an RFK Jr. run help Donald Trump or hurt Donald Trump? Will it help Joe Biden or hurt Joe Biden? Personally, my thoughts are he's a Democrat. His last name is Kennedy. He comes from a clan of Democrats. I mean, his, his family is about the most prominent Democrat family we've had in a very, 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 very long time, maybe even ever. And I don't think people are going to forget about that just because he says he doesn't want to force people to have vaccinations. I also believe that in the in the at the end of the day, it's very difficult for any conservative or Republican to vote for an independent candidate, at least not enough to sway the uh, margin of victory one way or the other. Look, Democrats are Democrats. And if you don't like Joe Biden, which seven out of 10 Democrats don't, then I believe that Robert F. Kennedy could get their votes. If, if you're a Democrat and you don't think Joe Biden should be on your ticket, as seven out of 10 Democrats don't, then that's a large portion of people that will be voting for RFK as well. You got to watch these polls, but this is going to be the new narrative that they're pushing. They're going to try to get Donald Trump out of office. They're going to try to dissuade the viewers, uh, the uh, voters rather. They're going to try to do whatever they can to stymie this. And a third party candidate they know hurts Joe Biden because Donald Trump's base is pretty solid. That's why he's 60% ahead of anyone else in the primary. That's why he's 10 points ahead of Joe Biden. And that's why I think that the Democrats fear an independent uh, RFK Jr. more so than Donald Trump and the Republicans. Anyway, like I said, we'll bring you more information as we get it. Tune into the show later today because we're going to have we're going to be talking a lot uh, about Matt Gates, who made a motion to vacate the speakership in a, in a full on attack with Kevin McCarthy. Also, check out our Create Cash Flow Content Challenge. The link is in the bio. And don't forget to subscribe 
and like and be notified so we can bring you this information every single day. Let you know what's going on in the world. Let you know who's trying to attack you, who your friends are and how you and me and everybody else can work together to save the republic.